0: When I saw they'd made a film about the Wannsee Conference, the meeting of various top Nazi officials in early 1942, to essentially plan and rubber stamp the Holocaust, I had mixed feelings. On the one hand, I had to assume that it would be gruelling and depressing. The unhappy ending was well enough known, after all. On the other hand, it seemed to offer a fresh angle on a familiar event. Well, the conference was certainly depressing, but it was also by no means the first time the story had been told. Aside from several documentaries, there was a German TV movie in the 80s and a 2002 English-language film called Conspiracy that won Emmys for stars Kenneth Branagh and Stanley Tucci. Interesting. That was Kritzinger's warning. What? That we should not hate the Israelites? know that it should not so fill our lives that when they are gone we have nothing left to live for. Also present was Colin Firth and a very young Tom Hiddleston. So what I'm saying is the conference isn't exactly breaking new ground. Like previous versions it's based on the copious minutes kept by the secretarial staff led by the notorious Adolf Eichmann. I didn't know. The rest of the conference is made up of men from various sectors of the Nazi administration, including lawyers, SS members, and senior officers of the armed forces, brought in from all over the New German Empire, particularly from Eastern Europe. Der Obergruppenführer, sein Die Gesamtlösung der Judenfrage ist nämlich genau das. Die in If you don't know how the Nazi bureaucracy worked, it's an object lesson in ruthlessness. But this group, summoned by Heinrich Himmler's right-hand man in the SS, Reinhard Heydrich, had one specific purpose: to solve the so-called Jewish question. Die Herren sollen euch wissen, woran sie sich beteiligen. Das schließt die rein Ich verstehe. Eine Frage der Dossiers. And if can, Incidentally, there was no debate about whether there was a Jewish question. This was simply a matter of ways and means, what Heydrich referred to as a question of dimensions. In short, how would they go about it and how big was the task set for them by Adolf Hitler? That at least was simple. There were around 11 million Jews in Europe. <laughs> The solution hidden in official legalese was to eliminate as many as they could. They called it special treatment, though there were technical issues raised about how soon they could go about it and who exactly counted as Jewish. There was also some concern over using gas. It seemed some World War 1 veterans didn't like it. It stirred up too many unpleasant memories. Das heißt, fragen Sie den next best Newton, er kennt die Antwort. Die Weltkriegsteilnehmer unter uns, haben erlebt, was das heißt, Gas. One thing we tend to forget when taking the moral high ground over the Nazis is how prevalent anti-Semitism was outside Germany at the time. It's an uncomfortable watch, which I suppose is a compliment to the accuracy of the conference directed by German TV veteran Matty Gershonik. Sie setzen sich nicht in Bewegung. Sie werden in Bewegung gesetzt. Aber das Schicksal hat nun mal unsere Generation ausgewählt, diese Aufgabe zu lösen. You watch these people in their immaculate suits with their respectable titles. Many at the table at Wonsi were doctors as they seriously discussed the ultimate obscenity, mass murder on an industrial scale. You keep waiting for one of them to protest or at least put up some sort of moral argument. When finally a couple of objections are raised, they're not the ones you'd expect or want, which makes the whole thing worse somehow. At the end of the film, I did a little research. What happened to these impeccably suited monsters after the war? Was any kind of justice served? Well, you may or may not be surprised to learn not much. A very few were executed, most famously Eichmann. Some did a little time in a comfortable jail. One, a lawyer of course, was fined 500 marks. Friedlich. Sehr.